when's the last time you were able to network with your peers in the healthcare industry? Well, now is your chance. Join us this April with over a thousand executives at Becker's 13th annual meeting to hear C-suite discussions around consumerism, the nursing workforce, value-based care, and a lot more. You can register using the link in the description. We hope to see you there. Welcome everyone to another Becker's Healthcare podcast. I am Ryan Muhammad, she, her pronouns, with Becker's Healthcare. I'm thrilled to have with me today, Sobeda Santana-Joseph, Executive Director of Valley Mount Sinai Comprehensive Cancer Care. Sobeda, it's so nice to talk with you today. How are you? Hi, good afternoon. The pleasure's all mine. Thank you so very much for the opportunity to chat with you this afternoon. Yeah, I'm so excited to talk with you. And to begin, would you please just introduce yourself and tell us a bit about your background? Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much. So I am Sobeda Santana Joseph, and I am a second generation immigrant from the Dominican Republic. Upon completion of my undergraduate studies in biology, my mother had the forward thinking to encourage me and make the recommendation that I return back to school and pursue a degree in nursing. Uh, which I subsequently did. I have been a registered nurse for the past 20 years and am blessed to have spent the majority of my nursing career in cancer care. I currently am privileged to serve as the Executive Director of Valley Mount Sinai Comprehensive Cancer Care in Paramus, New Jersey, and have been with Valley for the last 13 and a half years. Valley Hospital, for those that aren't familiar with New Jersey, is a fully accredited acute care not-for-profit hospital that serves approximately 440,000 people in Bergen County and neighboring cities. Wonderful. Thank you so much for that information. And what an accomplishment to be 20 years into your nursing career. Congratulations on that. Um, And since you've been in your healthcare career for that long, Um, The next question I want to ask you is, what are the biggest issues you're following in healthcare headed into this new year? So as we march into 2023, I have three areas that keep me up at night. The first one is what I would call human capital or our workforce. We have not fully recovered from pre-pandemic staffing challenges. Our current staffing shortages are not resolved by securing contracted or agency employees. So our staff and leadership teams are tired and they're teetering being burnt out. Consequently, our commitment to zero patient harm is on the line. Recruitment and retention of our workforce will require a concerted effort that expands beyond just speaking about resilience as a buzzword. Second area of interest for us as leaders is the side of care shifts from hospital outpatient departments to non-hospital outpatient departments. For example, in cancer care, in infusion, payers are beginning to stipulate that infusions be administered at sites that are not owned by a health system. In the same vein, diagnostic services such as imaging and Procedures are also shifting, requiring us to pivot from our established practices. Lastly is the financial stability of the healthcare system at large. Harvard Business Review, the advisory board company, and others, to name a few, continue to report financial losses, not only in major health systems, but smaller um, hospitals as well. 
thus um, affecting the revenue and the bottom line of the individual systems. Though volume, though volume is slowly returning to a pre-pandemic state, healthcare is challenged by a decrease in reimbursement by various payers, including but not limited to CMS or other private payers. This will impact hospital revenue and potential profitability as we look forward into 2023 and beyond. Lastly, COVID has resulted in a major disruption to the delivery of healthcare services, as we can all attest. In a response to the constraints, leaders at large have exhibited an enormous amount of innovation in overcoming our current constraints. Perfect. Thank you so much for that. What an amazing answer to that question. And to move on to the next question I have is, what are you most excited about? And also, what is making you nervous right now in your career field? COVID has resulted in a major disruption to the delivery of healthcare services. In a response to the constraints, you know, leaders have exhibited an enormous amount of innovation in overcoming obstacles to our current environment. I'm excited about the opportunity to be a forward thinker and be able to function outside of the box. Organizations are leveraging technology and external resources to meet demands. No longer are operations business as usual. This allows us the flexibility to explore unconventional options for project and problem resolution. I am nervous, though, about facing financial constraints and being limited to standard operating procedures as a result. We have the opportunity to redesign and implement workflows that meet the demands of our healthcare industry in today. Um, and going forward, you know, if we continue to see some of the downward trends in volume and decrease in revenue, it may limit some of the creativity exhibited by our leaders. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And before I let you go, there is one last thing I wanted to ask you, and it's what will the most effective healthcare leaders need in order to, in order to be successful in the next two to three years or so? I'm glad you asked that question. So I often think about the same thing. So for me, I think it's important that healthcare leaders display a new sense of flexibility to our workforce. Over the last two and a half years, our workforce has shown an incredible amount of adaptability. They have been redeployed to different areas. They have telecommuted and worked from their personal homes and assumed responsibilities that were extraneous to their job descriptions. As leaders, we have the responsibility and the duty to demonstrate an equal amount of versatility in order to recruit and retain top-notch talent. On the other hand, leaders also have to be able to emulate self-care. So you hear a lot about burnout and you hear a lot about resilience. In order for our workforce to remain physically and emotionally well, they must replenish. But it starts with us as leaders. Leaders are able to influence through their own deportment and behavior. So in order for us to really cultivate the right actions from our, our team members, we have to lead by example. Last but certainly not least is integrity. Integrity is a must in a leader's toolbox. 
we will all face challenging and controversial decisions as we face financial limitations as well as shortages. It is paramount that we meet our patient, financial, and workforce quandaries in the most ethical approach possible. Perfect. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for the final thoughts. Um, that is all I have for you today. This has been an amazing discussion. Um, and I want to thank you again for coming on Becker's Healthcare. And I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Thank you so much for the wonderful opportunity. Have a wonderful afternoon. You too.